0: Well, hey, everybody. It's the adventures of Bradley and Don on My Talk 1071. I am not Bradley, nor am I Don. You are Don. I am. And I am Colleen
1: Lindstrom filling in for Bradley. Yes, he's cruising right now. Yes, he is. Oh, boy. It's too bad. It's okay. He really picked a good week to leave. I was, I was just Because gonna... it was warm and sunny, and we were like, well, mm, yeah. why would you even go on a cruise? Now? And then he left, and
0: then it, it got terrible.
1: So thanks a lot. <laughs>
0: Just Uh. has a way. Uh, So I've got a question. And this is the... Okay, here's the basic question. And then I'm going to tell you why I'm asking it. But do you believe it is the responsibility of a parent to pick up after their small children... When they are in, I'm going to just uh, widen it to when they are in a public place. Okay, of course. Six five. I know 1-0-7-1. <laughs> <Six, four>, one. <laughs> one, oh, I agree, but the reason I'm asking this because I think this is so interesting. Have you heard rumblings about this story about pitcher Anthony Bass? Uh, he's a Major League Baseball pitcher. He plays for who, Mike? Do you know uh,
2: Toronto? I believe Blue Jays. Yes, yes the, Jays. the Blue Jays.
0: Um, okay, so he tweeted at United Airlines because his wife and their two small children were on a flight, and the United Airlines flight attendant allegedly asked his wife to clean up the popcorn that one of his children spilled all over the floor. And he was incensed about it. His wife happens to be 22 weeks pregnant oh. with their third child. She was flying alone with her, his other two children, who are four and two. And, uh, no, five, I'm sorry, five and two. Mm-hmm. And this is what he tweeted. The flight attendant at United just made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with a five-year-old and a two-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess my youngest daughter. By my youngest daughter. Are you kidding me? So he's clearly upset about this. Now, here's what makes this even more interesting. His wife, who is indeed 22 weeks pregnant with their third child, happens to be the sister of country singer Jesse James Decker.
1: See, this is where I saw a headline like yes. Jesse James Decker defends her sister or yep. something. OK, and exactly. then I didn't click because I'm not super familiar with Jesse James Decker. Right. So
0: but Jesse James Decker came out and, and basically doubled down on it mm-hmm. uh, and basically said, you know, this they shouldn't have done this. Blah, blah, blah. My reaction, which I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion, but I've had messy children. I frankly would argue I still have messy children. I I either when they were really young, I thought that is my job to clean up after them. I wouldn't have dreamt of leaving a mess behind for somebody else to clean up or if I did, I would have certainly apologized and left a very large tip even if it was like mm-hmm. in a place where tipping is not typical. Yeah. Um I would I would never have dreamt of leaving a, a mess behind for somebody else to clean up. And now, as they were, are older, I would just ask them to clean it up. I mean, a five-year-old is perfectly capable of getting down on their own hands and knees. Get that five-year-old yeah. down there. Make and pick them do up it. The Get down there. I, it is odd to me, I guess, that they are so angry at the United flight attendant. Oh, if you want to have a conversation about, you know, the flight attendant, that's what I, to me, that's a different conversation. I just, for me, it's hard to believe that the mom wasn't
1: going to clean up to begin with. Yeah, why isn't that just your natural instinct? Right? 651-641-1071. One, one, oh, yeah, get a stick with some sticky stuff on it and start picking up. Like, maybe yeah, on Timo, right? Mike, of those. on Temu, there must be some type of a device. Like it a, a claw? For $2. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. Just get like a little one of those claws. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's go to the phones. Jonathan sure. is on the line. Jonathan, thank you for holding. Uh, Jonathan, what are your thoughts on this? Do you believe it's the responsibility of a parent to pick up after their kids in
3: public?
4: Well, first off, hello, Colleen. Hi. Hello, John. Hello, Hi. Hot Mike.
3: And absolutely, <laughs> get your kid and clean it up and make it nice and neat for the next person sitting in the seat. Right. And I'm sick of people taking advantage of people. It, this is the reason why we can't have nice things anymore.
1: <laughs> That's right. And why should the flight attendant have to get down in her skirt well, and have yeah. all the <sighs> Well, and not creepers.
0: only that. And by the way, thank you, Jonathan, for your call. It was nice to hear from you. Um, the other thing about it is that when the when the plane lands have you ever been waiting for an airplane and you're it's taking an extra lot t- long time for yeah. them to clean yep. like they have to turn that whole flight around they have to turn the whole plane around yeah. to get ready for another set of people yeah. they've already they come through the aisle umpty food times with a garbage thing that's their signal of like please put your trash in here right and
1: then they still have to go dig in that nasty yes. pocket cuz people aren't paying attention cuz people nasty yeah So I just, and I understand she's 22 weeks pregnant, but. I just had to count, it took me a long time to calculate how many months that is.
0: That, well, it's just halfway through. Yeah. Okay. So five
1: and a half. Yeah.
0: It's second trimester. It's, you know, it's, I I don't know. Mm. 22 weeks for me was, I kind of liked that that period of time. Yeah. It's like when I thought I could run a marathon. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Let's go to, is it Kai? Kai is on the line. Kai, thank you for calling. Kai, do you believe it's the responsibility of the parent to clean up after their kids?
4: Well, don't you think that it would be um, teaching the child to pick up after themselves?
0: Right. So thank you for that. Because that's kind of what I, you know, when I learned that the kid is five and two, I feel like the five-year-old is also, like, tiny and can get down there more easily. Make a two-year-old do should it. Should be responsible <laughs> for, yeah, cleaning up well, their and then stuff.
4: and then he teaches the two-year-old to clean up after himself. I just, it's kind of a no-brainer, to, you know, yeah. that teaches your kids responsibility. Yeah,
0: I just find it so interesting. Thank yeah. you, Kai. It's, it's the Thank natural reaction. Thank yeah. Thank you. Um, okay, we want to talk to Gail, okay. because Gail is a former flight attendant.
4: Yes, Gail. Hello, Gail. Hi, you guys. We love you guys so much. I moved back to the Twin Cities after being gone a while. I'm so happy to hear you guys, like, constantly. Oh. But, um, I am a former flight attendant for 33 years, <gasps> and I'm telling you, Ooh. there's not enough turnaround time yes. in a lot of those flights. And I picked up more Cheerios, peanut, you know, whatever it was, on floors because they didn't have cleaners at yeah. some of the places that you go. And so you're cleaning it up. Because the next people are coming on, and there's not cleaners at that particular stop, right? And so, and some of those parents, I'm not going to say the name of the professional golfer. I can't say <laughs> it. And his, ki- I'm not going. I, you're not going to say it. And his wife were on our flight in first class. Mm-hmm. You know what they did? Mm-hmm. Those kids drew all over <clears throat> the tray tables. Mm-mm. No,
1: Colleen almost no, just spit like out
4: her were tea. or something.
1: Did. What I'm that like, is it's a
4: chalkboard. A Oh. Uh, with chalk and crayons and oh. they didn't even have anything and i was like oh my goodness sake and it was really hard to say anything and so when we finally got to the spot where the cleaners were being and said well they drew all over the the, the tray table oh. because the mom didn't do anything they were like i i hey I've seen it all. Yeah, I bet you
0: have. Gail, thank you for your call. And stay on hold
2: so I can figure out who
0: the golfer was. Yeah, please. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Mike wants to know. Mike is like inquiring minds. He
1: won't tell anybody. Um, I, you know,
0: I, I'm i curious too. So if you can pass that along to us as well. <laughs> yeah, we won't tell um, anyone. <laughs> let's go to Amy. Thank you for holding. Amy, uh, we're going to give you the final word. Do you Who do you think is in the right and who do you think is in the wrong here? Whose responsibility oh my gosh, is it? I think
4: they're both in the right and both in the wrong. And oh, after that are. last story, I don't know. because i would love to hear more of her right but i think um personally i agree it is the parents responsibility to do what they can to teach their kid to clean up yeah but you know what it's like i'm i've never been pregnant but um i can't imagine getting down on the floor and having to pick up stuff when i'm even partially pregnant trying to manage kids trying to get out of a seat when everybody's glaring at me trying to get out of a seat at the end of the day right In a customer service standpoint, I probably would have said something like, you know what? Do what you can if you can. I'll get the rest of it just because I know how hard it is. But yeah. Or like, yeah. I I might take that back after hearing the flight attendant story.
0: Right. But at least put the effort in, right? Yeah. Thank you, Amy, for your call. I want to quickly read Panda's tweet. She said, I will repeat what I said this morning to Jason and Alexis, but flight attendants are there for our safety. Not to be our maids or butlers. Oh, yes, Panda. thank you. You're there to get us safely to our destination and make sure we follow directions. And they're
1: managing everybody oh else who thinks they're the center of the universe yes. on the flight. There's so many people. Yes, it's like one teacher with a bunch of kids. Yes, it's. I. I. That is.
0: They're doing the Lord's work. Yes. Uh, but Panda also said if someone is so immobile as a 22 week old pregnant woman, she should maybe travel with assistance and yes. keep her and her kiddos safe. And again, the five year old is perfectly capable of picking up their own. Popcorn mess, yeah. So, yeah, I just found that to be such a weird entitled tweet.
1: Would be like, oh, my first thoughts were, she's traveling with two little kids and they have money to get a nanny, right? At least for a flight, a flight nanny. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I, I hate to tell you this, but
0: pregnant or not, you bring in more kids into this situation it only gets messier and harder That's right. so the earlier you can teach them to, to- do the work themselves <laughs>
1: yes the better my friend lisa who's a hardy irish girl she was lifting a hitch onto a tractor trailer yeah. on a truck when she was eight months pregnant like out in the fields yeah. working their cows like yeah. about to give birth so yeah. you know let's get hardier yeah yeah come on you now can pick
0: up your own popcorn that's right. Mm-hmm. Boy, thank okay. you
1: everybody for participating. Now, Colleen has something that is so cool for her pet, and she's obsessed with it. So obsessed. It's not a pillow, but it is a robot. Find out what it is next.
0: It's the adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom filling in for Bradley Trainer. And Dawn, you're obsessed with my new obsession. Yeah,
1: I want to know everything about this and you said it's worth it but pricey
0: okay it's super pricey so we have our we have a new um member of our family it's a robot uh, at the lindstrom house yeah it is called the litter robot
4: yeah litter yeah. as
0: in cat litter this thing is it's like embarrassing right because this is for the cat owner who's so sick and tired of cleaning the litter boxes, which is part of owning a cat. That and is, I recognize that. No, but it is the bad part. It is the bad part. And it's one of those, you know, there are everybody in the house kind of has their job. Mm-hmm. And my husband's job has been the litter. The kids will do it occasionally, but, um, the the, Location of our litter boxes is in a place where you kind of have to bend down. I have really bad back problems, so yeah. I've been able to tap out of litter box duty. Yeah,
1: and you should have your heating pad on, right? right? now. I just want to thank you. I'll put you
0: it back on <laughs> to do
1: that.
0: Thank, thank you. you for my neck problems, yes. and I've got my heating pad back on, so I'm good. Yeah, so I have like I have back issues, so I so my husband always does it, and then I start to feel bad for him, and so I saw this thing advertised to me called the litter robot, and I looked at it and i thought if that thing really works the way it says it works yeah. it will make it will enhance my life and the life of my cats it is literally a self cleaning uh litter experience now there are a lot of these on the market like there's a lot of different kinds and i read reviews and there are ones that are certainly cheaper than the litter robot but the thing that sold me on the litter robot oh i can't even look at you while i say
1: it no it's fantastic cuz she's I'm doing it right now.
0: It has Bluetooth.
1: So, and Wi Fi, like it hooks up to an app
0: (laughs) and it tells me when a cat has entered the litter area. And now the only now, I, and you can't complain about that, right? Because the future is now. But the th- only thing is I don't know which cat. Like it doesn't tell me <laughs> yeah. which cat it is. So we have Can two you put cats. a camera in there?
1: You put a ring. I'm going to have to because.
0: So, okay. We got this thing like over a month ago. Mm-hmm. No, we got this thing four months ago. Oh. I'm going to tell you the story of the litter robot. I apologize. It's probably a boring story, but no, it's fine. We it's, it's gigantic and it comes in a very large box and I didn't, quite know how to like unbox it and set it up and i was like i better set aside some time to do that so it sat in the box for a very long time okay then i watched all the videos about like how to acclimate your cats to it and like the warning that essentially they're they might not gravitate toward it right away they might be a little scared of it because it actually cycles like it it cleans itself it's a little and i have one very skittish cat so I it so it's sat in the box
2: Hey it's Mike and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. We are all busy and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over thirty-five different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week.
3: to the gym to work out
1: pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends
3: blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel
0: for an embarrassingly long time then finally i was like okay i'll take it out i'll do the thing you have to have an outlet it has to be plugged in it can't be like up against a wall so we kind of had to maneuver some stuff like our litter area finally got it set up and then it sat there and I hooked it up to the Bluetooth and it sat there and no nary a cat went near it yeah they're like I don't know they didn't want to do I, it yeah. for a very long time then suddenly a magical event occurred we were not home when this happened but and you
1: I, knew because of the app I got
0: a notification and it was like a cat has entered the litter area. Now I'm going to make you I'm going to make it even worse. And then it does so then it sit so the cat goes to the bathroom when it leaves the area then it waits 15 minutes that's we can you can set up the time interval. Oh my so gosh. we've done 15 minutes cuz that skittish cat needs to be far gone from it before mm-hmm. it starts rolling around. Right. So 15 minutes later, then it goes through a clean cycle, and then it tells you it's going through the clean cycle, and then it tells you when that cycle is complete. So you get three notifications. <gasps> oh, my Lord. And then, this is the best part, it all drops into, like, a drawer underneath it, yeah. and it tells you how full the drawer is. So you know when you need to f- take that out. On and it the all- app. Yep. It also tells you when you need to put more litter in the litter area. It's like having an actual robot.
1: It's Great. You love it. I love it so much. And she also (laughs) is, she's obsessed. And like (laughs) yesterday she was like, okay, the last time a cat has gone to the bathroom is 5.59 a.m. Like it gives you a time code as to when they went. Yeah. So if you have like, let's say you have a cat who's sick and it's not doing what yeah. it's supposed to be doing or doing it a lot you will know yes you're like wow it went in there It a keeps lot. going
0: yeah like i said my only thing the only thing is if you have more than one cat mm. you don't know which cat is going but look at this cat sensor timing at 9 58 a.m this morning <laughs> a clean cycle was in progress at 10 15 and it was complete at 10 17 a.m it's so fun and you can download it and then you can like
1: you can download it and give it to your vet. That's what I was going to say. Kind of like a period tracking yes, app. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah. It is
1: uh, but I will tell you our waste is
0: 63% full right now. This 63% thing is percent full. I, I'm actually embarrassed right now that we have this thing cuz it does just like again, part of having a cat is cleaning up after your cat and cleaning the litter box.
1: But you've got to think of if you can't do it as much as you would like, yeah, this is perfect for you. Then you don't have the guilt. Well, so here's the other thing: we we travel yeah. a lot because both of
0: our boys play a lot of baseball, and um, and there are some times where we're both gone, yeah. And I feel better about leaving the cats with with its an robot. eternally clean robot. <laughs> Do you this. see how I can justify anything? Oh my it's gosh. actually a problem. But
1: no, this is really great because it's like a notification that you yeah. get on your phone that says everything's working fine and you also know when to clean it.
0: Yeah, I did say to my husband, though, this is all of the presents for this year. Like, we are not buying each other gifts this year yeah. because this litter robot is our gift to ourselves and each other. It
1: is expensive. It's, yeah. it's pricey. Yeah.
0: But truly, I, w- I said to him, there will will be no christmas present there will be no birthday present this might be our anniversary present like there's
1: (laughs) this is it like this is what
0: we're doing we're we're not cleaning the litter box and that's the okay
1: so people will ask us through email what it's exact it's just called the The litter robot
0: robot. it's literally called the litter robot and there's many different versions we do have the one that has the wi-fi and i just i don't know it's kind of it's gamified yeah cat pee for me
1: (laughs) Isn't it doesn't say any? what it left behind, it just says no, an event happened. But you
0: find out later. Okay. That's that's like it's
1: like it's
0: like Christmas. You know, you open up the drawer to like, change oh, the it thing. Was a
1: poop. Well, look at that. Look what you did. Oh, that's so great. It's
0: ridiculous.
1: All right, coming up next, I am going to interpret dreams yes. in Dreamweaver on My Talk 1071.
3: My talker is Bradley here. You know, I love being on the water more than most any place on the planet. And that is exactly why I'm super excited to tell you all about my new friends at your boat club. Just think of those summer days on the lake with friends and family, but absolutely zero hassle. They take care of all the work. You get to take care of all the fun. Literally, you just show up, boat and head home. It's that easy with your boat club. They have 30 locations across Minnesota. And not just Minnesota, they've also got locations in Wisconsin, Illinois, and one place I'm super excited about, Florida. Your Boat Club, best of all, is family owned and operated. They are not a franchise. They're going to offer you that same five-star service across each of their locations. And they've got annual memberships, daily and multi-day boat rentals. There is truly an option for everyone to enjoy the best your boat club has to offer discover the smartest way to boat today with your boat club that's yourboatclub.com tell them bradley sent you
0: thank you mike this is the adventures of bradley and don on my talk 1071 i'm colleen lindstrom filling in for bradley trainer and John, i have been excited to be present with you and watch you work in the way that you are gifted to work.
1: Oh, because, that sound way fancier than it is. No,
0: well, because uh, how many times have I ever walked into a room and been like, John I had a dream, and then asked you the question. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to interpret some dreams with us dream weaver. Yes.
2: Why do you tell me about your dream, Dream?
4: I was back in high school and I was supposed to take a test. I
3: was making it work again.
4: I was driving my car and I couldn't control it. Then I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Dreamweaver Dawn.
0: Dreamweaver Dawn. Oh, okay, Dawn. Yeah. I've got some dreams. i got a pile of dreams here. But okay. before I get to the pile of dreams. Mm -hmm. I have a response from Amanda from last week. Uh, Would you like to hear what she said? I would
1: love to. So you
0: interpreted her dream last week, right? And this is what she said. Your interpretation resonated with me. I am artsy. I've been trying to produce more work lately. My inner authority is likely bossing me around because I hoped I would make use. I should have brought my glasses today. Uh, I hoped to make use of some extra time I've had to get into a more creative profession but I'm afraid to take any first steps and this extra time is running out. You confirmed what I anticipated it was all about. Thank you again for reading my dream.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I do remember this dream. Yes, yes. So, um, yeah, I'm like, there's something artistic that you want to do, and you haven't moved on it yet, and you're beating yourself up. So, very good. Well, she gives you high marks. Thank you. Well done. So, that was last week's Amanda,
0: but we got a new Amanda. There's another Amanda. There's another. It's Amanda 2. Okay. Um, Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) Okay, here's what Amanda says. She says, I dreamt that I supervised a group project at my restaurant job, Mm -hmm. setting up a giant Easter buffet. We were all sitting around as I put the last finishing touches on it. We were vibing. Work friends were planning an outing for all of us. Someone I don't typically get along with hugged me in a really familiar old friend way. And the kitchen staff sent out a bunch of family-style food for us. The weirdest part... I have the ability to go into my phone and put in a time off request for the outing that we were planning. (laughs) I have never been able to find and push buttons on technology in my dreams before.
1: (laughs) That's so cute. That is so cute. Yeah, it is. Okay, so this is a really good dream. Sometimes, you know, it's not always about trauma and, oh my gosh, fix this thing with you. Your soul is it's telling you that you've been able to become intuitive with your productivity. Okay. So when you dream about work, it's about productivity in general. It could be productivity at work, but just productivity can be any aspect of your life. In any
0: aspect. Yeah. Not just at work.
1: So um, also it involves consuming a lot of knowledge that's available to you. That's the food and the kitchen
0: So So wait, food is
1: knowledge? Food is knowledge. That's what I've been saying since I thought it was love, but that's fine. (laughs) I'm just kidding. So whenever you eat things in a dream or maybe your teeth fall out, the teeth falling out, which a lot of people have. That's my
0: recurring dream.
1: It is like you got some information and you were not ready to process it. So if somebody told you something that's like, oh, I don't want to know that or I can't handle knowing that right now, I'm having problems processing Or if it's like you're in school and it's too much, you're like, I can't process all this knowledge. That's what she's falling out. But she didn't have that in her dream. She has um, a telephone involved, which is really uh, something really special. It's actually the ability to telepathically communicate with other minds and other people. Mm. So you are intuitively able to you know, you're not mired down with things in your productivity. So your soul is actually saying in this good job, you're happy in this way mm-hmm. that you have figured out a system. And that actually involves being intuitive with other people. Um, and then as far as the technology goes, that does work with it as well. Um, so the person that isn't familiar to you in normal life, please think about the three qualities that they have, because that is a part of yourself you're dreaming about, Amanda. So you might not know what, your perception of that person. Go through that. So you are hugging yourself, essentially, and saying, good job. You've figured out how to be productive. Oh, So that's what the dream's about, That Amanda. is so cool. Yeah. I love
0: that. Okay. Well, Amanda, thank you for sharing your dream. Okay. Should I throw another one at you? Yeah. All right. This one comes from Susie. Uh, Susie is telling us about a recurring dream. Mm -hmm. Uh, The most beautiful shallow falls is in my dream. I can never reach it.
1: Okay. So water is conscious life experiences. Uh A lot of times people have issues with being in the moment. If you're somebody who's always thinking about the past or the future, it's hard for you to be in the now. Mm. And you are dreaming about the desire to be living in the moment, Susie but you can't ever reach those falls because you want to get in there, see how beautiful it is. Mm-hmm. That would be living in the moment. So that's what you're dreaming about. Interesting. Okay. So because she
0: can't reach it, it means the thing she's reaching for is the ability to live to in, the be moment. in the moment ah. and
1: enjoy life right now instead of obsessing about the past or, or trying to fix the future, which isn't here yet. Okay. Okay. And uh, Judy has a dream too, that kind of involves water. I think from what I remember. Yeah.
0: Okay. So Judy said my mother and I both dream of diving off a bridge into a river.
1: Yeah, driving off a bridge, I think it was. Oh, driving, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. No, 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 it's okay. So this That's is a little a,
0: bit different.
1: So this is, this is something where you are in fear of... Sometimes life becomes really overwhelming to you. And if you are drowning or if you're afraid of being in the water and it's like consuming you, like you're f- in a river and it's flowing over you, that is whenever you panic when you're in the moment of something that... You don't feel like you can handle Mm -hmm. like emergencies in the moment or things are like, oh, my gosh, I'm supposed to turn in that paper and I'm not getting it done. You're like panic, 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 panic. Yeah, that is stressing you out. And you're you have that quality. Your mother does that, too. (laughs) Interesting. Your mother does that, too. um, And that's okay. It's just your soul going, hey, you can work on this. You don't have to feel like you're. Going over a bridge because a car is your body as well. Okay. So you're feeling stress within your body and you're feeling stress about actually feeling your feelings in the moment. Oh, okay.
0: This is so good because, like, this gives you access to an awareness about yourself Uh that you can actually then tend to. Yes. I love this. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Do you want to hear Brenda's dream? Yeah. So, Brenda wrote in and said, last week I dreamed that the room went completely dark, like the lights going out on a stage in a theater. But I was in my house. Then I heard a bell toll, like a death bell, but just one time I woke up. It was super real. And then uh, she said, I feel like it's connected to my friend with terminal cancer, or maybe it's just my mind processing that I will die one day. Oddly, I was not scared. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, So this one is all about, there's something that you have a lack of awareness of. Something is going on and your soul's like, hey, hey. Look at this, because if things go dark, that awareness is the light. When mm-hmm. you see the light, like if you're in a tunnel and you see the light at the end, of it's not like, oh, I'm having a near-death experience. It's right. like you can see that there is some awareness that you're going to receive soon. So this is about your lack of awareness. And what's what's you need to pay attention to is that it's something that's in your most familiar state of mind. So you could be doing something that right now other people see in you that you're not aware of mm. okay um, and then because it's in your actual house and then the bell toll that's it's like a death bell because I don't know of a death bell I've never heard of that that's something that you made up mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Brenda, I don't know. Maybe there is somewhere in history something about, like, somebody died and let's ring a bell. I don't know of that. But it reminds me of, like, um, the ghost of Christmas past Mm -hmm. and Scrooge because that bell, the clock would chime. And then it's time to go on to another part of your life that you're viewing. So it's really just a signal from your soul that is, like, pay attention to this. Mm -hmm. So it's all about that lack of awareness. There's something that's going on that you can't see right now. And it's trying to help. You Like, oh. look at this. All right. Um, and then as far as your friend having terminal cancer, the dream is always about the dreamer. So it could be about you processing, processing it, but I don't that. think it's connected. Interesting. So you're interpreting this bell as a death bell, but it's actually just a bell. <laughs> okay
0: because you made that up
1: yeah <laughs> no you didn't that was terrible of me to say no but no no. but i understand what you mean you that have like- an association that that's what it is but there's always a dream and there there is a universal language of mine that's how i'm interpreting this yeah. it's kind of just like a dictionary right that i've learned so. right that okay. this is the way
0: the brain processes yes things okay so this is uh lisa's dream and lisa is our last dreamer this week uh, she says, in my dream, I'm staying in a place that wasn't my home. Mm-hmm. I had a baby on a Thursday. There was an older baby that had been left at the hospital. So I took that baby home, too. Oh, okay. I went into work on Friday. And over the weekend, I realized I hadn't shopped for baby food. I had stuff for the older baby, but not for my new baby. I also realized since I just had a baby, I would be on maternity leave. <laughs> This awareness helped me relax and realize I had time to get the stuff I needed for the baby. So strange. What
1: does it mean? Okay. This is the one that if you're dreaming about babies, those are your ideas. Oh. All right. So if you're, when you dream about your mom and your dad, they, when you think about what really happened, they, 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 had sex to make you. All right. So sorry have, if that's new information yeah, to people. Exactly. <laughs> so basically, um your conscious that represents your conscious and subconscious mind mm. coming together to create something. So the workings of your inner soul, that's that's what your mother is and your No, I'm sorry. Your father is if you're a woman Uh and that's your subconscious mind. Uh That's the seed of the idea. And then when you turn it into a reality, it's a new idea that you formed. And now it's a baby. Got it. Okay. So you are dreaming about two ideas. One of them is something that you had an idea of in the past, the old baby that you don't think is yours. It's actually your idea. Ah. Okay. So you are, you have now taken something from your subconscious mind that you wanted to do and you've made it a reality and there's actually two of them and so you are tending to the needs of those new ideas which is a really positive dream that's really cool now the fact that it's on a thursday and things like that that doesn't matter yeah you also know how to since it's in an actual hospital um you know how to to heal yourself and your soul in the process because that's a place of self healing. Okay. Yep. And what did you say? Because she does uh
0: oh she said it she was taking a place that wasn't her home. Yeah. You had said something in oh, another okay. dream about what the home represents. Okay,
1: houses are your frame of mind. Okay. Okay, so this is wasn't a familiar frame of mind mm. for you. So sometimes whenever we self sabotage or we have things within us that are like, um, it's not familiar to you to be to have these ideas come to fruition. So it's like, oh, this is a new frame of mind I'm in that I can actually do this. Yeah, I dreamt of it, I thought of it, and I made it real. So that's a really cool process. That's really cool. Anybody, I mean, this table, that book, you know, everything was an idea at one point and it came from people.
0: That's so awesome.
1: Yeah. I
0: have one question that I don't know if I know how to ask. Okay. But I'm curious about it. Because one of the things that Lisa talks about is being aware in her dream that the things that she was concerned about were not necessarily the way that they really were. Is that just her brain processing the dream as the dream is occurring? Mm-hmm.
1: That's like almost lucid dreaming, yeah. which is really cool. When I started I dream interpretation and learning it, I was really having a lot of nightmares and terrifying things. And it Correlated with how I felt about my life. I didn't believe I felt like I was a victim of life. Yeah. OK. And then once I started through these classes, because it, they were metaphysical classes it helped me with other things, not just dream interpretation. I realized that I do have control over what happens to me and I'm not a victim of life. And so I started to be able in my dreams, be lucid and change things. So ah. in the dream, I could say I'm dreaming right now and I'm going to take this knife and turn it into a flower. Or someone was pointing a gun at me, and I'm like, no, that's not a gun. And I'm like, boop, I changed it, and then I'd fly away or something. That is so cool. (laughs) Yeah, so it actually reflected how I felt in my life about just life, which was so helpful to me to not feel like things were happening happening to me. Yeah. Which things happen to you, like, Mike, your car, that happened to you. You, That was not your fault. So I'm not (laughs) saying in any way...
3: Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Autoworks, blvdautoworks.com. It's warming up. You're rolling down the windows. If you hear any weird noises this time of year, well, with your vehicle anyway, I want you to do what I would do. Call Tom and his team at Boulevard Autoworks right over in St. Anthony. They're the hometown team. These professionals have been keeping cars safe and in tip-top shape all season long, for decades, well over four decades, actually. Tom, in fact, started working there when he was a teenager, loved the business so much he ended up buying it. And now he takes great care of vehicles just like mine, and he'll do the same for you and in your entire family. Just head over to Boulevard Auto Works. You can actually make your appointment online at blpdautoworks.com. Drop your vehicle off. You'll have a courtesy car waiting. When you pick up your car, they'll explain everything they've done on your vehicle in language you can understand. Again, they're not going to take you for a ride at Boulevard Auto Works. Head over there today. Make your appointment for scheduled maintenance or whatever ails your vehicle. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you.
0: The adventures of Bradley and Dawn. And I'm so glad to be on this adventure. I'm Colleen Lindstrom filling in for Bradley. Dawn and Mike, thank you for just being such good hosts while I'm here. No. Taking good care of me. You're doing a great job. Oh, thank you. Um, Okay, so I know I am the only person in this space that is obsessed with this last season of Love is Blind. Yeah. But I finally got to watch the reunion show, and I've been griping about it.
1: No, it's a big topic of discussion because it was supposed to be a live event that Netflix did, and Mm -hmm. they messed it up.
0: They super messed it up. Yeah.
1: But then when they finally got it out, um, I was able to watch it. And my bigger takeaways
0: about the reunion show were not necessarily about the couples. For those of you who don't know, the premise of Love is Blind is that um, people go in with the purpose of of dating people through an opaque window in these things called the pods. And Mm -hmm. they, so they can't see each other and they talk and they date uh, over the course of a few weeks. And then many of them quote fall in love and then quote get married Well, they do get married yes, or they can choose to get married or not get married.
1: Propose. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, So, uh, but it's hosted. The show is hosted by Nick and Vanessa Lachey. And I was more focused on whatever is going on between the two of them. Which is Something weird, something funky's funky there. And I was one of the things that I noticed about Vanessa Lachey in this particular reunion show was that she was like baby crazy. She talked on multiple occasions about when would the first Love is Blind baby be born, and then she like threw something in the mix where she said something to to Nick like I want to have a fourth baby, and he was like No. Whoa. Okay, but then (laughs) I, so I, that was, all of that was like ringing alarms for me. But I almost missed this if it were not for the fact that this is the thing that a lot of people are talking about today is one of the bachelors uh, from Love is Blind, his name is Paul Pedden. He was in a relationship with a a woman named Micah and they ended up not, uh, spoiler alert, they ended up not getting married. And they were a focus of the conversation, because when people don't get married, when the relationship kind of falls apart, that's something to pay attention to. And when asked for Paul's reasons why he did not want to marry Micah, one of the things he said in a a constellation of many things he said was, I just couldn't really see her as a mom. Mm. (laughs)
4: Mm-hmm.
0: and i want to have a family but i just didn't see that for her and me in our future good to know before right? you
1: have kids with someone right
0: and then he went down another
1: like uh, he said a lot of
0: things around was that it but a that negative
1: was... connotation like well she's not mom material no, or no
0: it was it re- he's like a, he's so kind okay. and so thoughtful and was really like tender about how he said it okay. it was he basically was like i just didn't see her Wanting that in the same way I wanted it. Yeah. I couldn't see how that would look. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was hard to disagree with him, but Vanessa would not. Vanessa Lachey, as the host and interviewer, Uh Uh it was like a dog with a bone with that. She went crazy. She went crazy with it and almost was blaming him for saying that he thought that she wasn't mom material, which okay. is not how he said it. right? And again, was not the only thing he said. Well, apparently, he talked about that publicly after the Love is Blind like reunion Like Vanessa finale. Lachey was really weird to me. Kinda. And <gasps> she ended up sending him flowers as an apology. Oh! Uh, he said, and then so he said publicly on Instagram, thank you for acknowledging the accidental misleading Vanessa Lachey. Oh. Um, he had gone off on her. uh because on in an interview with entertainment tonight after he felt that she took micah's side and this is this is the thing that's so odd about whatever is going on with vanessa lachey is like i don't know to me if you're hosting the reunion special your job is to try to remain as impartial as possible
1: Yeah, yeah neutral Exactly. You can bring Um, up topics that, you know, the audience wants to know Right. if it's blaring, you know, if it's like bad behavior or something. But, yeah, I get it. I get it. It shouldn't be like a personal vendetta. Yeah. (laughs) He said
0: he said they kept drilling it down on me. He said, I think I said my piece. I think Vanessa might have just had a little bit of a personal bias in that scenario, or at least I detected that. And then he said, that's just my assumption based on how she continued to drill into it after I gave my full rationale for why I felt the way I did. Isn't that fascinating? It is. Because, again, she's of the two of them. Vanessa Lachey is the one that kind of hosts the hosting. Right. She's the, the more hosty. And Nick kind of is... Affable and fun, and like throws a couple things in there, but he's like a sidekick,
1: right? Because uh, to give her credit, Mm -hmm. she was that's was her job. Yeah, you know, she was a host on whatever E
0: E Entertainment, some Entertainment, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. But she did. I mean, she that's that is her profession. Yeah, and um, and but by all accounts, this, and I wonder what that was about. I wonder if they were being guided to. Do it in a certain way or direct it in a certain way. I'm sure. But I also think there's something funky going on in their relationship.
1: Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of talk because usually you don't talk about the host. Right. But the first time around, there was some weirdness, you know, or second time around uh, uh, about them personally. And so they probably just wanted to double down or something. Yeah, it was very interesting. Anyway, I
0: I, am. This is my favorite part is when we hear all the stuff trickling out about. After. Yes.
1: Exactly. All right. Netflix is shutting down its DVD mail division. Are you upset about it? We're going to talk about it next on My Talk 107.1.